they, they know what to do, but new people have to learn it by joining a team where everybody knows what they're doing and they have to sort of just somehow figure it out. So turnover is a two-way street. You've got people leaving your teams, but you've got people joining your teams, right? So if you had a 10-person team and two people leave, you're you probably hire two new people. How do those people come on board? How do they know what to do? How do they, how do they access all the information that that team has, let's say, for the last six months or one year or two years been working on and captured? How, how does a new person possibly come up to speed, especially when we're all remote and we're not even in the same office? So, again, a good innovation management system will enable that to be very smooth. Welcome to Innovation Talks. Join us weekly as we discuss with distinguished industry guests how to refine and improve corporate innovation and new product development. Hosted by Paul Heller, Sophion Chief Evangelist. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me again. I hope you're all having a good week. I wanted to spend a moment and talk about the need for good innovation management systems. And when I, when I talk about system, I'm talking not only the process, but also the software application that enables it. So we've always been able to position the importance of having a good system for many reasons. Primarily, it leads to better process execution and better innovation outcomes at the end. This has been well proven with plenty of uh, research behind it. But it also, the fact that software comes in enables reduced administration, so it's much more easier to work in that process. And by people working in the process and working in the software, you have automated portfolios, you can do uh, reporting and dashboards and analytics, you can really have a single source of truth that's preserved, there's collaboration, coordination, fosters all of that, and really provides access to information. Those are some of the the key aspects of a good innovation management system. But now we have a new challenge, turnover. It's incredible the number of people that are changing jobs right now. 4.2 million Americans quit their jobs in October. It wasn't any better in the months before. 4.4 million in September. 4.3 million in August. So that's nearly 13 million people quit their jobs in a three-month period. And in the vast majority of cases, they're doing something else. If you want to hear more about that, check out the Washington Post article from November 12th, uh, written by Eli Rosenberg. And Eli goes into some of the background of of what that is and what's driving it and why. It's a pretty good uh, article to look at. But when we think about this turnover and we think about turnover in areas of innovation, Sometimes it can be really key personnel. Michael Schwekuch, or Schwekuch, I'm not sure how to say it exactly, was the director of engineering at Apple's special projects group. That's supposedly the group that's working on self-driving cars. Well, very recently uh, he left. I don't think there was a lot of announcement about it, but in the LinkedIn profiles it was discovered that his title had changed and he joined an electric air taxi startup named Archer as Senior Vice President of Engineering. Now, I don't know why he left. 
I don't know, but we can speculate on why people leave. In his case, you move from a title of director engineering at a well-established, well-respected, very large firm like Apple to a senior vice president of engineering at a startup. And the implications behind that might be a better title, might be better pay, might be better options, stock options, who knows. It could be a more interesting job. It could be uh, the, the lure of a small company versus a big company. Uh, the restrictive handcuffs maybe working in a big company that you don't have in a small company. Uh, it could be uh, the fact that, you know, there's a lot of interesting, experienced people that he's now going to be working with. So who knows? I mean, Archer, well-funded company, uh, lots of patents, uh, really high-flying and taking off. So um, that the question for me is, well, what about the team at Apple? So what are the implications for them? and for the project or projects they were working on. In this case, it was a leader, a, a head of engineering who left and moved, but oftentimes it's uh, somebody who really is the spark or knowledge behind a product. And so they were joining, they were, they were invented a product or started a product, it's being uh, built, it's, it's in the middle of development, and they up and leave. And you could question again, why do they leave? But the fact is, if they do leave, and they were the ones that had the most knowledge and experience with the product that was being built, again, what are the implications of that to the team that's left behind who wants to continue working on that product and the company who really wants to bring that product to market? So it could be the leader of the team, could be a key person in the team, but it could be anybody in the team. In my mind, anybody leaves and there's an impact on the team. And so thinking about the person that's, that's leaving or is left, is their work captured? Is it organized? And, and not just their work, but their knowledge, right? They've, they, they obviously have a lot of knowledge, may have written a lot of documentation, may have done a lot of things, but is that captured? And more importantly, is it accessible, right? If it's tucked away, on a hard drive or, or a file server somewhere. Yeah, it's, we can go get that, but it's not structured, it's not organized, and very difficult to, to find anything, especially uh, understanding the context of a piece of information that you're looking at. And so you're looking at a document, and you're wondering, well, was this preliminary thoughts or more concrete thoughts? Did it, is this something the person created at the very beginning? Of the process or did they just create it uh, you know once we got through a lot of early concept work and we've been kind of establishing the the the, the product uh, architecture or product design or where where where, where in the context where in the, in the life cycle was this document that I found on a file server or a hard drive where does it relate to and in fact even which project was it a lot of times people working on multiple projects so that's talking about the person and their knowledge and their work being captured and accessible. But the team, the team should be working in some kind of process or some kind of governance system. Can they continue? Did the person who left, was that the person who really understood the process as well? And now you've got a team and they're not sure what the process is? That could happen. And as more and more tech startups lure engineers, we're going to see more and more impact like this in innovation. So we need a good 
innovation management system, and we need it more than ever. And we need one that is well organized. Now would be a good time to review governance and decision-making framework at your company. Is it documented? Is it current? I've talked to a lot of companies where they have a process and they're following their process. But it was written down five years ago. And what they do now does not really match what they wrote down five years ago. You know, they've evolved. But nobody went back and evolved the documentation of the process and the decision-making framework. They, they know what to do, but new people have to learn it by joining a team where everybody knows what they're doing and they have to sort of just somehow figure it out. So turnover is a two-way street. You've got people leaving your teams, but you've got people joining your teams, right? So if you had a 10-person team and two people leave, you're, you probably hire two new people. How do those people come on board? How do they know what to do? How do they, how do they access all the information that that team has, let's say, for the last six months or one year or two years been working on and captured? How, how does a new person possibly come up to speed, especially when we're all remote and we're not even in the same office? So again, a good innovation management system will enable that to be very smooth. The information will be captured, the context will be understood, and a new person can come in and have access to all that historical learnings and information and knowledge. And they'll be working in the process and in the system because the, the software is representative of their current governance framework and their current ways of working. And so all they have to do is just continue to work in this system and they'll be following the correct process. They won't have to know tribal knowledge of where to find a given template uh, to do a piece of, of, of work like a preliminary technology assessment. The system will serve it to them. So does your system enable this? Does your system allow you to capture the work, capture the knowledge, and make it accessible? Does your system enable new people to come on board and be able to, to, to become productive very quickly? These are things to think about. And if it doesn't, you might want to tune your system or think about adapting your system so that it enables these kind of things. I don't think the trend of people coming and going is going to slow down anytime soon. From all that we can see, it's, it's going to continue for quite a while. So we really need to make sure that our systems are going to cater to that type of, of, of change in workforce. And that's that's something we didn't think about five years ago or 10 years ago when we were establishing the reasons for having an innovation management system, those, those key benefits and the key why factors. And it could be that this employee turnover is more important than anything else, any of those reasons I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. So food for thought. And I uh, hope you enjoyed this session, this, this, this discussion. Reach out to me if you want to talk more about it or agree or disagree. Uh, happy to hear from you if you want to come on the show and, and talk about this aspect and how, it's, how you're seeing it and how your company's dealing with it. Reach out to me. Love to have you join us. Take care, everybody. Have a good week, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week for Innovation Talks with Paul Heller. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For additional information on today's topic, check out sophion.com. 
S-O-P-H-E-O-N.com, where you will find plenty of innovation-centric content and corporate best practices. If you'd like to discuss anything with Paul or would like to get in touch with the show, email us at talks at sophion.com. <laughs>